Welcome to the Sooner Catholic Podcast with your hosts, Alex Sanchez and... I'm Trevor Brecca. And, and together, we make the, the host for the podcast. And, uh, and so we're, we're happy to be back in, in the swing of things. The school year is just... Uh, gosh, it's just got underway. We're a week and a half in. Trevor, we've been, we've been on this grind of, of ministry now for four years together, starting our fourth year together. What has this last week and a half been like for you? You know, Alex, something they always said to me growing up was, it's not four years, it's four life. And so I'm just grateful for this time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a real fraternity pitch. I was like, how are you going to make me feel excited about being in this fraternity by just getting with the most cheesy slogan ever? So anyway, that's every time we we talk about we've been here four years together, that's what I just think in my head. And I I actually do think our friendship is four life. But anyway, um... Let's just slide in a really deep comment amidst a joke, because uh, that's what you do whenever you're not good at expressing emotions. Um, <clears throat> all, all jokes aside, uh, just start with some natural conversation. I, no, it was, it's been amazing. Like any time that you're, and this obviously in some ways I'm already thinking relates to your talk from last night, but any time that you're particularly busy, it does become difficult, right, to stay centered in, you know, identity, to stay centered in you know, your why to stay centered in um, all the, all of the, you know, the things that are, are kind of most important in life and to not get lost in sort of the slog of like details and making sure things don't go poorly and all that stuff, um, which are all important. They're good things. But um, I feel really especially blessed that, yeah, in the midst of all that, there was some difficulty staying kind of um, just centered in the Lord and in relationship with him and not kind of losing sight of him in the midst of trying to do the things. But, but it's, it's just been a really, honestly, a grace to see how many people um, God's kind of brought to our community and even just like how well everyone in our community really did at just like being welcoming, excited, inviting, yeah. and not just even like when people showed up, extending invites outside of that, like yeah. going to meet people and spending time with them. So yeah, I just, it's really been an awesome few weeks to start the semester here. And one that I'm excited to see like what God does with so much of the kind of these first um, touches and encounters with people, like where, where all these relationships will go. So yeah. What about and what about you? I mean, yeah. I'm sure that you went through some of the similar things, but um, yeah. What are you thinking? <clears throat> yeah, I yeah, I think it's so good. Everything you're saying, I'm just like, gosh, I can think of so many like specific moments of um, just good connection, like good connection with students, good connection with you, with the team, with Father Brian, uh, with the staff. It just felt like really unified. Like this last uh, week, like all the planning, the execution, it just felt like everyone was bought in and. and there was just like really good harmony. Um, but I think that the thing that comes to mind is like, it's like the quote that, um, gosh, I can't remember who it, who it is, but you know who you are, famous person. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week to get the drop of who this person is. But it's the quote of uh, culture eat strategy for breakfast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We'll, we'll Google it later. Um, but culture eat strategy for breakfast. And I, I feel like, uh, we, and Trevor and I have talked about this like so much about like, the balance between um, like planning and preparation and then just kind of being present in the moment, open to the Holy Spirit and where one stops and there's begin, all that kind of thing. But I just think in this regard, I, I have seen like there's been years where I just was like so on it with administrative stuff, just like planning. I had like everything lined up before the semester started and everything was just perfectly like, um, yeah, prepared. And I felt like this year, the last year and a half or so, I've just been like, I just want a culture shift, like a deep culture shift that comes, like that can only stem from like, um, like a relationship with the Lord in one person's heart and then to their friends and then, you know, to their family, like that, that begins deep and it goes outward. 
And I feel like, like last night, just the whole last week, but like last night, it's like, gosh, there has been such a deep culture shift, like such a joy and a faithfulness and like seeing like almost a hundred students like at mass and then, you know, Sony come to Holy Grounds. So it's just like so edifying to be, to, to see and to feel like, wow, the culture is so life-giving here and it's just mm-hmm. growing and growing. And it has definitely eaten the strategy I've had in other years for, for breakfast. I, I don't know. Someone who's smarter than me would hit the etymology on this, but I know that at its root, culture has to do with worship. Like it has to do the word, the word cultus or something like that is Latin. I don't know. I don't know. Someone who's smarter than me knows this. And maybe we'll, we'll Google that and also where that quote comes from. But as a, as a, just having that in my mind as you're talking about, you know, culture shift and a change of culture, the whole thing I just kept thinking about is like, yeah, because it comes – like a culture shift in this context takes place from a heart of worship yeah. and like hearts of worship believers together. Um, you know, the church, the, the, the Catholic church coming together and like truly, I don't know, being from living from a place of like worship of God that is, is pouring out fruit in the sake of like seeking souls to know him and to love, live for him and to, you know, to encounter them. So that was, as you were speaking about like the culture thing, I just kept thinking like, yeah, like it's the fruit of, you know, so many people here who, who first are animated by love of God. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so great. Good. I'm grateful for it too. And yeah, it's always like, I think anytime you start something new, so starting a new semester, um, you know, starting a, a different time, even if you've done it before. Right. So like, I mean, if you want to talk about in, in school terms, right, this is Alex and I's senior year ministry wise together, you know, <laughs> did four years here. Like we've done it a few times, but anytime you start something new, I think there's always like a profound, like God can do something new at any time. But I think in particular moments in our life when we recognize that, um, it's even more that we can open our hearts and let God yeah, like use yeah. that for something. And so, yeah, I think kind of with that being the way that we're leading out the semester, I feel good about like what yeah. God will do yeah. um, in our hearts and the hearts of students. And, um, and starting it off with the one thing you need to be happy, oh um, which if you didn't go to the talk, I guess you'll really never know, except for we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna tell you right now. But we'll tell you at the end of this podcast. Oh no, 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 no. The word that Alex talked about was presence, um, and I think like I, I told him before the talk, I had all my guesses of what it was gonna be, and I didn't guess it. I guessed the the concept, but I had a different word. I was going for mercy um, from the first talk he gave three or four years ago at the start of his time here um, as campus minister, but. One thing that just really struck me from it, this idea of presence, is I think it's something um, that is immediately approachable to people in and outside of the church. So when you think about, right, we know from a theological perspective, like where this presence comes from, right? We see like this model in the person of Jesus. We see it modeled in his ministry. We see it, um, yeah, really just like you can't really um, read through a story of him encountering someone in the Gospels and not see presence, but it's, it's what was so cool as I was reflecting as you were talking last night is like this is presence is something that anyone, regardless of their walk in the world, recognizes, you know, like even if they're not close to God, it's like a place that they first maybe encounter, you know, the characteristics of God. And everyone loves like when someone is able to listen or even just when someone's like really there, you know, they're not checked out. Um, and so I was just thinking about how cool it is that after these few weeks of just meeting people, again, whether or not they're internet outside the church or all over campus, like if. Yeah, it feels like a lot of the reason that so many people, I think we've had these good encounters is because presence has been like lived out. Um, and for us, right, it's one that's rooted and lived through the experience of the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. Um, so, yeah, I was grateful from that from last night. Um, what are your reflections on your own talk? <laughs> Man, I'm always having, always having. 
uh, yeah, it's just it's so good what you're saying. It it is so accessible because it's just it's it's like it's just a desire of of the human heart, a deep one. Not even a, a desire, a need, like a need that we have that we 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 physically feel different in our body. Like we feel regulated, we feel calm and at ease, and grounded and centered with the presence of another. Right. Um, so often, <clears throat> I feel like I'm like I'm like I am my best self with other people around, with certain people around. I am my best self. And I've struggled with that of like, gosh, like, am I just putting on like a, you know, performance or being fake? Mm-hmm. But no, the reality is there's the, like certain people's presence just elicit like the best parts of me, the parts that I love about myself the most. And, and there's just something about presence that is so real and tangible and also intangible. It's, it's so hard to put your finger on it, right? Yeah. Like when you are revisiting like meaningful relationships you've had, you're like, gosh, I just, yeah, I don't remember what they said or like. You know, I can't remember like, a lot of things that we did together, but like I just it was just them. Like I don't know how else to say it, it was just them. It was just meaningful because yeah. they were in my life. Yeah. Um but yeah, some of the things I was thinking about, I I, I told you I told you <laughs> that before the talk, I had a I had a, a memory that was really meaningful for me where I felt very affirmed in my own presence, right? Because yeah, if you weren't there last night, um, or you don't remember like basically there's just different components of presence. One is like your own ability to be present in a moment, right? Like your, your ability to not be preoccupied or worried or distracted or anxious about other things, but you're totally available right here, right now. Every sense, every faculty, just available for the person in front of you. Or when you enter into prayer, totally available to the Lord, right? There's no walls up emotionally. I'm totally vulnerable and I'm real and I'm just here with them. Hmm. Um, so, so there's that. And then there's being on the receiving end, right? Uh, of, of allowing someone else to be present to me and I let my walls down or just me stopping, taking a moment in leisure and in rest to be present to myself, to what am I feeling? What am I thinking? What have I gone through? So the different elements of presence, but with that, there's different things, right? You can, you can begin to, you know, um, be drawn towards certain people's presence or, or like, I just don't like being around that person. I, I can't tell you why, but there's something about their presence mm-hmm. that makes me feel X, Y, or Z about myself or about life or whatever it is. But in the end, we can um, come to like our own conclusions about what our presence means in other people's yeah. life, right? Like other, other popular words like self-worth, self-esteem, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But really it comes down to how do I see my own presence like in this world, in my family's life, in my friendship's life, what is, what is my presence worth or not worth? Yeah. yeah. So I had, I had a memory and I, I told um, Trevor, hey, I'll tell you, I, I want to <laughs> tell, tell you this memory that I felt really affirmed in my presence um, with you just in your friendship. And, and he was like, okay, cool. And I was like, well, I'll tell you on the podcast. So he actually doesn't know. So, so here it is. <laughs> here it is. And it's so small. And I don't know why it stuck out to me, but it just did. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a few different moments I felt really cared for by Trevor in the midst of the craziest week of our whole year which is just really um, significant for our friendship. But there was one moment in particular that happened earlier this week, I think like on Tuesday maybe, uh, where as a staff, we were about to take a, we were um, gonna take a picture that we, we bought an ad in the back of a magazine to promote St. Thomas More. So as a staff with the missionaries and with me, Father Brian, that kind of thing, we were gonna um, make this little, you know, take a picture uh, with Janet Claire, who's like our director of communications and stuff. We are gonna take a picture and put it on the back of this magazine. So, uh, Jane Claire asked if I could bring Hillary's camera because she's a nice camera. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll be there at this time, da da da. I'll bring the camera. And we all coordinated to wear the same Sinter Catholic shirt, that kind of thing. And, um, and I, we scheduled to meet at 9 o'clock. I roll in at like 9.02, which is my MO. 
and, <laughs> and uh, I, got, I look out, and as I'm driving there, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I'm wearing a college shirt, but I have my senior Catholic shirt underneath, and I have the camera next to me, and I'm kind of ready to go, and, and I pull in, and I just see everyone in, already kind of in the garden space, ready to take a picture, and I just felt like this small sinking feeling of insecurity of like this this very, very subtle feeling and thought of, man, they weren't really going to wait for me. Like it didn't really matter if I was in the picture or not. Um, and so I, I start to walk up and I'm like, hey, here's your camera and stuff. And, I'm, and I, it, it didn't like bother me, but I, but I noticed there was a small shift in my heart in this five minutes of, of getting there and then kind of seeing, okay, everything's kind of ready to go without me. Um, and then I, and I, I show up and give the camera and I'm willing to you know to, to take the picture and stuff and, and I, I'm I'm ready to be in it but I don't have to be but there's a part of it that wants to be and that kind of thing and and so I end up taking the picture and, and I'm asked to take the picture and so I take it and, but there's just like this moment after a few pictures have been taken Trevor's like Alex you should like you should be in here and he said it once and it kind of like you know I was like oh no no and but then he said it again and he said it again and it was in that moment that I felt like. Trevor was affirming my presence of like, no, I, I want you in here and you, you deserve to be in here and you're wanted here. And it was a, such a small moment of literally being in a picture that who knows who will see, it doesn't really matter. But to me in my heart, there was a shift of insecurity that happened when it was like, yeah, my presence isn't really matter. No one's waiting. It doesn't make a difference. And then for Trevor to say, no, it does make a difference. We want you in here. You should be in here. He just deeply affirmed my presence. And so it's just a really meaningful, really small moment that I'm not always keen to those kind of things, but gosh, in that moment, I could just tell, wow, Trevor's friendship is making me feel secure here. It's, it's, and what's neat about Alex sharing this is like, I didn't know any of that was happening. I didn't know the dialogue that was happening inside of his head, you know, the different desires and temptations and all that stuff. But to hear like, yeah, just a small thing that I was like, oh, it was like a no brainer to me. I was like, Alex is here, like he's in the shirt. He, he's an important part of our ministry. Like I want it, like he should be in this picture, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's really cool to, to know that like, yeah, I, I wasn't intentionally living the presence. And I think like that is really freeing for people because I think sometimes you have to feel like being like that when we talk about the idea of presence, it feels like, I think some walls go up for people because they're like, I am just struggling to get by in life. Uh, you know, like, I feel like this week is really hard or this blah, 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 you know, all these things. Um, and to know that like, in all honesty, sometimes it's not like you have to do something crazy intentional. Like you don't need to like, um, I think a lot of times like marriages get in hard times where, um, people feel like there's these expectations of you got to have the most creative gift and you watch these shows or these different things and you're comparing yourself to like, I can never make that or I would never be able to make this kind of gift. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) You know, I listen to these podcasts and like these very couple, I'm like, I could never do that, you know, but but sometimes it's like, yeah, like what you said, like all that, it was a small little moment where I just saw you and like acknowledged it. Um, and it doesn't, it's not like just even hearing this story and being like, yeah, all it takes sometimes is just like literally living in the present moment and desiring to like meet whoever's there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a crazy and intentional action you know, that I took on behalf of Alex. And right. so I think kind of like that was one of the things too that was striking me as you were talking last night is just like, yeah, like these moments come and um, it, the, the more that we're free to live them, the, the, the easier it is where you're not like, man, this is not just some burden on me to always be right. on or always be, um, you know, evangelizing. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like if as long as like I'm, I'm right with the Lord, like I'm living free, like then actually like I just have to show up to things and let God yes. use me. Yes. Um, 
again, it doesn't mean you don't plan. It doesn't mean all those things. Like you should, you know, there's there's intensiveness and there's, um, you know, there, there's intentionality and there's like, you know, thinking ahead of time and prudence and all those things. But ultimately, right, the boil down is like, if I'm if I'm showing up and allowing God to use me, and when I show up, it's not just my body but my soul. Like that that is enough, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, so good. Yeah. It, it makes me think like what you're saying because it was such a natural extension of your heart is what that moment was, and and I feel like the Lord was helping me be attentive to something that otherwise I wouldn't have even noticed. I wouldn't thought much of. You know, I would have been like, oh, but it just tied so well in with like what I was going to speak about, what had been on my heart. But you're right. It's like the idea of growing in holiness, the idea of evangelization, the idea of having a deeper prayer life, all these things are like, they just seem like, like an, like an extra burden. Like it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. It's like, I can't do anymore. You know, it's like, I, mean, I literally read an article that was just titled, we're all doing our best. And it was just about like expanding your understanding of how everyone is, is just doing their best. No matter what it looks like, no one is intentionally just going at, you know, going out and just giving it half, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. even if they're struggling, it's like everyone is doing their best at, at all times, and even if it doesn't look like much. But like to to know that like the growth in holiness is not about like having to do more or having to know more or, or needing to have more, you know, more things. But it's it's just that it's like just being present in the moment helps you to grow in holiness because that in itself is helping you draw closer to God's nature. Who right. is right. Like right. The, the great I am just always present. Yeah. in himself just at all times at all places for all people yeah and so even just you being present like you begin to become more like god even in that and in your natural uh, ability to have care and affection and, and and empathy that kind of thing it just comes so naturally which is like a, such a sign of growth and holiness when that becomes so natural yeah um yeah, yeah. so good yeah and i think the, the final thing i know we're running off on time here but i think the final thing i'll say on that is just like when it whenever you experience presence in that way like I think kind of to what you're speaking this tension of like I just can't give more right I, I, as you were saying that I was just thinking like um, the quote from the Vatican II document Gaudium et Spes where um, I guess we don't know who wrote it a lot of people think it's JP2 anyway he says you know man cannot find himself except for a sincere gift of himself and I think sometimes we read that and we get stressed we're like ah, I'm giving you know but it's like, I think there's, the, the reality is there's a gospel, like, truth of freedom that comes, like, when we're living presence because we find that, like, we actually we're made to give. And, like, we experience that, like, as we're receiving God in that moment and, like, seeing other people through that lens. It's like, not, like, the giving is like, it's like Jesus, right? He, like, receives everything from the Father and is, like, fully present and giving. And I think, yeah, it's a mystery and it would be hard to address it in a short time but I think to maybe as like just a, a, a thing to leave you with is to pray with that like what does it mean right to live in presence and that not be a burden but something that's like an invitation of freedom where I wouldn't have to see all these things as just more things I have to do or more whatever but I actually see like there is joy to be found here that I'm not going to find just keeping the busy schedule and making the appearances and you know doing all the things like what if I were to live in that presence yeah yeah, you nailed it. That, that's actually one of the quotes that stood with me from last night was that it's so hard to be happy as a busy person. Like, it's so hard. Um, so I think if we can, if we can figure out the tech behind this, I'd love to, like, upload the the, the challenges that we had from last night. We can do that. Uh, put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes, baby. Um, a lot of people grabbed just one small, small thing um, that they felt with, like was helpful for them. So we'll upload that. 
but otherwise, it's just been a joy and a pleasure just to be here with you, Trevor, to record the podcast, to resurrect this thing. I mean, we are, <laughs> we are in the business of resurrecting, you guys. So this is, this is what we do, baby. We love bringing it back. We love bringing it back, and we hope you're back next week. Peace. <laughs> and blessings. Bye. <laughs>